Almighty Lord, we are grateful. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you because you are good to us. Let's thank him and worship him. Let's worship and say, Lord, we are grateful for your mercies that endures forever. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. Also, Father, we thank you for your blessing. Thank you for this month of perfection, our month of glory. Father, take all the glory in Jesus' name. Bless us mightily tonight in the name of Jesus. And let your name alone be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. High five to five solid people around you. High five to five people around you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. We are reading Numbers chapter 23, verse 23 to 9. And uh, the topic I'll be teaching us and we are going to be praying about is living in the realm of the supernatural. The realm of the supernatural is the realm of the miraculous. Enjoy miracles every day. Numbers chapter 23 verse 23 says, Surely there is no enchantment against Jacob, neither there is there any divination against Israel. According to this time, it shall be said of Jacob and of Israel, what God has wrought. Every day you will see the wonders of God in Jesus' name. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. Isaiah 8, 18. Isaiah 8, 18 says, Isaiah 8, 18 says, Behold, I and the children whom the Lord had given me, we have for signs and for wonders in Israel, from the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth in Mount Zion. You are going to be for miracles and for signs and for wonders in the name of Jesus. Okay, Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. We are laying emphasis on the fact that we have to live in the realm of the miraculous so that nothing physical will affect us. And that will be our portion in Jesus' name. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Somebody say, Amen. Say, I receive it. In the name of Jesus, I will live in the miraculous. I will enjoy the supernatural. In the name of Jesus, I will not be limited in life. I will walk in the realm of the miracles. In the name of Jesus, I will share testimony every day. Every day this year shall be a day of miracle for me. In the name of Jesus. Say amen three times. Okay, what guarantee living in the realm of the supernatural or living in the realm of the miraculous that we call divine interventions? That is, when we are talking about miracles, we are talking about God intervening in the affairs of men, solving problems for men. And God will solve your problem for you in Jesus' name. God is not a man that is you lie. There's nothing that God cannot do. You cannot limit him. God is a God of signs and wonders. What are the things that causes him to intervene? Number one is by listening to his word. Taking his word into your heart will cause God to perform miracle. It will take you to the realm of the miraculous. It's like when you open your ears to God, you are opening your hand for him to carry you. Don't miss my word at all. Get it. 
when you open your ears to him, you concentrate on him, you are opening your hand. And Yoruba says, Anytime God sees you opening your ears to his word, he sees you as if you are stretching your hand to him to carry you. If the word of God is going on and you do not open your ear to him, God feels that you are not willing to be blessed. So you don't live in the realm of miracles. The realm of the miracles is the realm of the word. When you take in his word, miracle happen in your life. Exodus chapter 4 verse 17. The Lord told Moses, you will take this word wherever you want signs. Anytime you want miracle, you open your ear to hear the word in that area. If you want miracle in your finances, don't criticize prosperity messages. Make sure you are hearing. You may not be giving it. Because some of you say, they will ask me to give. Don't worry. Just be hearing. It is by hearing that your faith will be activated. It is by hearing that miracle will come. You may not look like it, but if you hear something like it, you are going to become it. People may mock you that uh, you are talking about prosperity. You are hearing prosperity. There is nothing prosperous about you. Don't mind them. Don't mind them. It doesn't matter how you look. What matters is what you hear. What you hear will determine what you eventually become. He said, take it how you hear. The measure that which you hear will determine what will be given to you. Most people that are poor, they are not hearing messages along the line of prosperity. That is why if you call a seminar on prosperity, it's the rich that will be there. That shows you that they have interest in hearing. The poor will not attend. They say, prosperity is called prosperity. Me. Say, prosperity message, don't come, you come. All these pastors are prosperity preachers. They should be talking about everyone. You are depriving yourself of the encounter with the supernatural. Anywhere you want supernatural power of God, you must tune your ear to it. If you want messages on healing, you have to be tuning your eyes to it. And let me tell you something. Don't make mistake about it. People have negative, in fact, apathy towards hearing God's word. People can hear a lot of things. That's why people pay a comedian to joke with them for a whole night. There is no church that can do a whole night based on the word and people will not be sleeping. But they can go for a whole night, a thousand laughter, and they pay one million and they will not dose. That is the truth. When it comes to the word, everybody becomes dull. But God told Moses, if you want miracle, you will take the rod with you. You will take this rod wherever you want signs. And you shall take this rod in your hand with which you shall do signs. You perform miracle with the word. If your heart cannot retain the word, you cannot live in the miraculous. It's people that can say, God said to me, pastor said, the Bible says, People that know how to quote word, they are people that live in the miraculous in their lives. If you say you're a believer and you don't come to the essence of quoting the word even to pray, you can't enjoy miracles. God only performs miracles where the word is available. When the word is not available, your life will be religious, no miracle. Watch everyone. I've seen a lot of people have problems. But when they talk with you, you will know that their life is empty. The only thing they know is woro woro. Let somebody discuss with you for 10 minutes. You know his content. He cannot even remember one message that can guarantee his healing or that can give him faith. All that he knows is they don't, they can't quote the word. He said, bring forth your strong reason so that you may be justified. It is by the knowledge of the truth that you will be justified. And you have to be confident about it. 
Have you ever seen a lawyer in court that says, I don't know? Case is closed. When you have a case, they will, look, they will say, look for a lawyer. In other words, he knows what he's saying and he can say it boldly. Because they know that if you know what you are saying and you can challenge what you are saying boldly, judgment will be on your side. Acts chapter 14 verse 3 says, Long time abode they, speaking boldly the word. And the Lord was confirming their word with signs following. If you are not bold in the word, you cannot enjoy the supernatural in life. There is no one that commands miracles in his life without quoting the word. The word is important. That is why if you want to cram it, cram it. If you want to be me, be me. If you want to wrap it in your chest, wrap it. If you want to write in a sheet of paper, write it. You need the efficacy of the word to operate in this world. There is no shortcut to it. You will take the word. Wherever, whatever you are doing that you cannot lay claim to the word, we take miracle out of it. You need the word. You have to listen. You must be attentive for heaven to pay attention to your case. You have to be attentive for heaven to pay attention to your case. If you are not somebody that is given, uh, you, are, you are never serious in church. There are some people, they can go to the toilet 10, 20 times. 20 times. They are just here, seated. Oh, I want to take something to the toilet. I want to take something somewhere. I want to take something somewhere. They take something all their life. But they never take the word. Jesus said, one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good part that the devil cannot take from her. Taking in the word is what we are going to use to perform miracle. Acts chapter 19 verse 11. Acts chapter 19 verse 11. The Bible says, And the Lord wrought special miracles, and God worked unusual miracle through the hands of Paul. God worked unusual miracle. And Paul is a man that said that I may know him and the power of resurrection. Paul was a man that is given to letter and knowledge. He was not, he's not a, a man of I mean, I mean. I mean people don't get things done. God wrote special miracle. And God will not put another person's name where your name will be. He was a man of unusual revelation, unusual knowledge. In fact, Peter says, Paul carried an unusual revelation. And look at what the Bible says. God wrote special miracles to his hand. If you have an unusual insight, unusual revelation, unusual miracle will be done by you. Wherever you want signs, you must take a word. You are in church tonight. Are you ready to take a word to perform a miracle? You can take a word that will last you a month. You can take a word in your heart that you are going to use to pray. If after we finish preaching and we are praying, you can't remember a word to pray. You have not listened. You have wasted your time. I wasted your time. There must be a word that you are using to, to war. A word. A word. A word. Number one way to move in the realm of the supernatural is to carry the word of God to perform miracle. Number two is true obedience to instruction. He said to obey is better than sacrifice. Why? Obedience leads to the supernatural. If God gives any simple instruction, you don't need anybody to query it. Just do whatever I ask you to do. John chapter 2 verse 5. The mother of Jesus said, whatever I ask you to do, just do it. A miracle will follow. No excuse. No alibis. No, I don't know. Not I will. Not later. No procrastination. If God give an instruction, God does not have deputy general overseer. Because I know some of you say, 
God asked me to do it, but pastor, what do you think? I say, who am I? God asked you to do something. He's speaking to your heart. Are you doing what he asked you to do? I've said it before. Let me say it again. Most of the prayer mountain are full of disobedient people. Miracle does not require much than God giving instruction and you are doing it. Sit down. You sit down. Miracle happen. Stand up. Shout. You shout hallelujah. Miracle happen. Say amen. Miracle happen. When you obey simple instruction, your life will be simple in life. When you are somebody that are always writing argumentative essay, there is nothing anybody gives as an instruction that you obey. Whether it be your pastor, be your father, be the Bible. No quiet time. You will find the reason to say, but oh, Allah will me but it's so bad now. You can't fuck Then you fuck remove yourself from the supernatural. Supernatural require definite instruction to the truth. What does the Bible say? What does he ask me to say? You are asking yourself, is this thing I'm doing in accordance to the instruction of God? God told Paul, you cannot kick against the tongue. You can't, be kick- you can't walk against me. You can't walk against... There is nobody that can walk against God that enjoys the supernatural. And yet when we preach it, so people still block their ears. The pastor till you. It's not me. It's the word. If it's not in the word, don't do it. If it's in the world, don't go against it. Okay, look at it again. Mark, Luke chapter 5, verses 4 to 6. They have toiled all night without anything. They struggle and struggle and struggle. Jesus appeared and said, do it this way. Let down your net into the deep for a catch. In the bright day. And Peter said, nobody does this in a bright day. What you are saying is unconventional. He said, nevertheless. Luke chapter 5, verses 4 to 6. Nevertheless, at your word, I will do it. And the Bible says, when he did it, he enclosed a great multitude of fishes. But Simon said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, because of your command, I will do it. And look at verse 6. Verse 6, put on verse 6. The Bible says, and when they had done this, did what? Obey the word. What happened? They caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Supernatural miracles happen when you obey the instruction of God. Disaster happen when you refuse to obey what God is saying. And let me tell you something. There is no Babala that can deliver his disobedient children. The best thing you can do for your children, even my own biological children, is to tell them to obey simple instruction that God has said. I said, look at what the Bible says, oh. If you walk against this, I cannot even help you. Nobody can help you when you are walking in disobedience to God's lay down rule and plan. He that break the hedge, the serpent will bite. The easiest way is to stay safe. I can't remember how many years ago, whether 10 or 12 years ago, so many years ago, one of my wife's sister's son was doing graduation at the law school. And you know when they are doing law school, something like that, graduation, they will give speech. The chief justice of Nigeria said something I cannot forget. He said, don't say because you are a lawyer and you are breaking law. He said, the worst side to be is to be against the law. You become an ordinary person, even though you are a lawyer. The moment you break the law, you become another person. All the glory that you think you are having now will be removed from the earth. You are a lawyer because you are on the side of the law. You are against the law, you are another name. They call you criminal. So the fact that you know the Bible does not mean that you should be breaking it. That's what I'm saying tonight. 
you obey it. You obey it. Don't say I've been born again for years. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Why? Obedience to instruction guarantee miracles in your life. Disobedience to instruction guarantee disaster. When God gives his word and you follow the word, you enjoy the miraculous. If I teach you to disobey God, you will see the impacts. If I teach you to obey God and you obey him, I don't need to even pray for you at times. You just discover that the miracle happens wherever you go because you are walking in line with the principle and the word of God. Are you hearing me now? And I don't care what your story looks like. I don't care. Well, your family name, I don't care. Whether you are from Apostle Jehovah, Apollo GB, I don't care. Wherever you come from, the most important thing is that are you obeying what the word of God says? Whether you are close to me or you are not close to me. God is not a respecter of person. God always performs miracles for those who that obey him. He will perform miracles for you. Can't you see what Peter said? He said, I perceive that God is not a respecter of person. When God appeared to Cornelius, and I'm just saying tonight, God is not a respecter of person. He said, in every city, in every town, at everywhere, God look at the person that obey him and bless the person. That's who God is. God is not a man that is you lie. As he's spoken to you, obey him. Miracle follow. Nothing guarantee miracle like simple obedience. Nothing guarantee miracle. If God says, this is what I want you to do. Just say, Lord, according to your word, I obey. Father Abraham obey, he was blessed. Isaac obey, he was blessed. Joseph obey, he was blessed. Everyone that follow God and obey instruction, they enjoy the blessing of God. John chapter 5 verse 30. Jesus said, even me myself, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, so I obey. And my father perform miracles. Jesus who? If Jesus said, I don't do miracles by my own power. So how can you say you want to do miracles without obeying God? Look at what he says. I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. I judge here means I do. As I hear, I do. That is the principle. Where do you get the infantry from? That is the principle. When you hear something, you do it. As I hear, so I do. And my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. As I hear, I judge. As I hear, so I do. As I hear, I obey. As I hear, I follow. As God speaks, I do. And God is doing the work. Throwing is a pity party. Just do what God asks you to do. And you forever walk in the miraculous forever in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know the beautiful thing I'm going to tell you tonight? The laws of God are not grievous. God is an extremely simple, easy God. He said, my yoke is easy. And my burden is what? Somebody say amen. It's, it's pleasurable serving God. It's pleasurable following his instruction. He will not ask you for a sacrifice. He won't ask you to kill your son. He won't ask you to do things that you cannot do. So, what is the problem? Except you are just proud. You don't want to obey him. Once you obey his instruction, you perform miracles in your life. And they are not grievous. They are not heartbreaking. His laws are very simple. The day you make up your mind to obey him, that day, you begin to walk in the miraculous all the days of your life. Okay, number three things that guarantee the miraculous or walking in the supernatural. 
is living a life of praise. Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26. They praised him. They prayed to him. They sang praises. They prayed to him in the prison. And suddenly, there was an earthquake. And all the prison doors were open. When you praise God, wonders happen. So that is why, when we say, we are going to start service by 9, or by 6, or we are starting praise, we are not waiting for people. We are actually activating the miraculous. We are moving into the supernatural. Praise time is not a waiting time. They say, people that are very close to church, they normally read a long thing. They will say, what's your mama calling me? They, they, they always feel that God is not ready yet. And God inhabits where? The praises of his people. What does that mean? Wonders and miracle is where praises is taking place. God is not a respecter of person. Anytime we are praising God, we are not waiting for you or waiting for people. We are in serious business of the miraculous. We are moving into, terrestri- into, into celestial glory, the supernatural. And that's why it's important. Everyone should be involved from the blasts. You are just involved. If I, if I wanted to preach this message another way, I should have started with praises. Because most of the time we start our service with praises. We start praising God. Start praising God. I remember in those days when we just give our life to Christ, they will come to our houses, infinite, and pick us and say, Let's go to the fellowship and praise God with bamboo, with everything. We just be praising and be dancing. And the miracle will begin to take place. How many people have time to say, We are just praising God? Not because we are just calling you, we are just praising God. Even when we are praising God, some people are not even ready. Before you are ready, everything is over. And it is in the praises of God that God is. Because nobody can praise himself. When you praise him, you are doing for him what he cannot do for himself. And he will do for you what you cannot do for yourself. Jesus showed us an example of praise at all times. He was usually praising God in the midst of deadliest problem, difficult issues. Like in Mark chapter 8, 46, when he was to feed people, the Bible says he took the bread and thanked God. Thanking God is praising God. And please, the choir people, Stop just singing a song that is not praising God. Make sure that your content is actually releasing an aroma and words of praise to the Lord. Not because the song is sweet. And I don't want to make a specific reference so that I don't say pastor does not like this song. Anyone that does not give praise to the Lord when you are singing, even though that song is popular, delete it. I'm not a critic. I'm not criticizing any song. But make sure you are always very careful that your content that you are leading people to worship with is actually constantly offering a sweet aroma to the Lord at all times. His praises. They sang praises. Acts chapter 16 verse 25 says, They sang praises to the Lord. And God opened the doors of prison. Miracle happened where you praise God. And when you know the importance of praise, you live in the miraculous all the days of your life. Acts chapter 13 verse 2. The Bible says, as they minister to the Lord. That means praises is an act of ministration to the Lord. Every other thing we do for ourselves. But when we are praising God, we are actually ministering to the Lord. And as they minister to the Lord and fasted, 
the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. As they praise the Lord. The Bible call it, they are ministering to the Lord. Now, take for instance, that governor, the case here, and he say, come and sing to me. You know, they sing to him. Or show cultural group will come. Uh, the Egbolo Shelu, Yaloja group, support group, uh, second time group. All these groups will be there. And as he's talking, they are ministering to him. They begin to sink. And you are a major person and you are not there. Do you think the governor will be happy? If you now say that you want to give governor delegate a special number and he's seated and uh, you are not ready to praise him, do you think he will bless you? He will not now. Most of those people that go to sing for governor, for president, they rehearse more than 200 times to make sure that the king will not even know how he's going to bless them. They prepare themselves. That is what praise is all about. Anytime we gather together, we are ministering to the Lord. We are in a serious business. Because we know when we minister to him, he will rain down blessing from heaven. It's not a time that we are now doing preparation, running up and down, and we are so disorganized. We are all ministering to the Lord. I don't know whether some of you know what we used to do. In those when we were young, they will bring all the secondary school people. When the governor is passing, well, yeah, work as your children's day. And each, each school will now be rehearsing how we are going to march, how we are going to sing, what we are going to do. They will ask us to wash our stocks, wash our clothes, how you everything very well. And each, each school will now be parading. Uh, you dare not misbehave. This shall will flog you. If you want to misattend the school. Even when we are going to sing a row in uh, OSBC in those days and they are preparing secondary school to go, they will prepare each school. We always want to beat each other. When they call your school, you want your school to be the best performer in that kind of a thing. Imagine tonight that God has over 3 billion churches this same evening doing a worship to him. And Abundant Grace Church is one of the church that is presenting ministration to him. Will he take our own? <laughs> Will he take our own? If we are not ready in spirit and in truth. I'm just saying that, imagine, let's say it's a ministration, a presentation to the Lord. I want to say, Lord, we are giving you the best that we can. Will the Lord accept what we have given tonight as the best? Please sit down. So, please, the, the, the choir that are ministering, make sure anytime you are choosing somebody we lead, let him not come and lead here to practice. Because this is actual ministration to the Lord. Let the person practice in your practice room and lead us to praise God. And don't use politics to give somebody a role. Let it be somebody that is capable of... Even if the person will close his eyes, let him close his eyes. If he cannot see any one of us. And let him do it well. Not by title. Not that because the person has been here for a long time. Let it be somebody that is consistently coming to church. Know that praising God is a serious business for the miraculous to take place. Any church that we experience wonders must be a church that is serious in praise. We must be serious. And what makes us serious is that we are taught that this is important. If we know something, if they tell you in university that this course is important, if you fail this course, you will repeat, oh, 
Your seniors tell you, your lecturer told you, everybody keeps telling you that this course is special. Now, you will settle down. He said, this is a course that has ruined so many lives. He said, this one, ah, you will not ruin me. I really want to deal with you. You will settle down with it. And I'm telling you as an instruction tonight, praise is a major course. Important subject in church. Praising God is important. Every one of us, we are involved. Because anytime we are praising, we are not praising anybody other than God. There is nobody. You are not even praising me. You are not praising any other. You are not praising anybody. We are praising God. So, the moment we start blasting, we have started offering. Ministration to the Lord. You are not doing preambles to welcome people. Welcome yourself. Fast. Pray. Sing in the night. When you come here, start blasting. Start worshiping. Let other people join you. Don't say, I want you to be ready. Don't say like Saul. That's it, the people that I was leading. They are the ones that make me to sin. Don't say like Moses. That I wanted to worship you. It was the people that were rebellious. No. Make sure you do what God asks you to do. If, we, if you are the only person that is singing, make sure you keep singing. Because you are before God. You are not before man. Are you hearing me tonight? And when we come to church also on Sunday, let us be ready to worship him. Let us be ready to worship him. John chapter 6 verse 23. The Bible says, Jesus multiplied bread. Where he had given thanks. Giving all the secrets that praise bring multiplication and miracles. Praise. Every one of us, anytime we say, let us praise God. And thank God nowadays we have engine, we have mic, we have uh, drums. But do you know that when we started, we don't have these things. Then we started. The first day we started this church, the first day we started this church, the lady that led praise was withdrawn from medical school. She called a night before, I've been given a letter of withdrawal from my medical school. I've repeated, taken an exam three times, and they asked me to go and look for other courses. What should I do? I said, we're having a course, a church service tomorrow. The church is starting tomorrow. It's also place. Come. And when she came with tears, I lay my hand over and said, you are going to lead praise. A miracle will happen. And she used her kerchief to clear her eyes because she's anointed to do it. Say, Lord, even with this last time I was saying praise to you, I don't care what happened. There was no drama. There was no backup. There was no special choir. All the church members were choir members. All of us were drummers because we were using our ten, our hand to do the clapping and to follow. And we sang praises. And we sang praises. After the service, he came to me. She's now a medical doctor. Dr. Diola, I said, Daddy, what should I do? I said, let us wait. God will do his work. You have done your part. You have praised God. God will do it. And I got to the college the next day. And they said the provost was calling me. And the provost called me to his office and said, Pastor, literally, I don't like how they have some students to withdraw from the college. I said, yes, me too, I don't like it. He said, okay, they are bringing the results from Bumashot tomorrow. When they come, I want to stand against the results. I said, where well said? I will do that. I will stand against them. He said, tell them that it's not normal. He said, I will tell them it's not normal. He never knew I have a candidate myself. I'm trusting God for a miracle. He said, don't worry. I will ask one or two people to, to support you. 
So after they presented the result, I raised up my hand and I said, Sir, we are not here to destroy life. We can't send this student away. These results cannot be accepted. And the whole hall kept quiet. The angel muted them. And somebody said, What shall we do then? Say, Let's step it down, take it back, and do the exam again. It has never happened in medical school. First MB. Give all those students also the opportunity to receive the exam. And people from the basic became annoyed. They say, ah, why do they do this thing? They say, okay, they want them to pass, no problem. There was a particular guy that they think that they want to pass. They don't know what was happening. They say, okay, give them the same results. The same question. So they did the same question, and the sister passed. And one other person came here years back, years back, about three weeks ago. <laughs> about three weeks ago, somebody came and said, Daddy, you don't know me, but you help me. I said, where did I help you? The day you stood against that result, I was one of the students that failed. I passed. The person is now in the U.S. today. More time in Lonia. He said, you help me, you don't know. I said, I help you where? When you stood against that result. I failed. My mother was on the mountain. They said, you are the voice that saved us. I don't even know that the student knew. The man came here, returned from U.S., he prostrated. I cannot thank you enough for what you did to save my career. And he's doing extremely well. He's like a savior to the whole family now. It's a blessing. And I did not even know. God connected us. So God performed miracle where there is praise. Even when you are carrying something you don't like, still praise him. Because he's the only one that can change your story. Praise him. He knows how to fight your battle for you. He will go behind you. Take that your case upon his head and settle it. Stand on your feet. On your feet. Walking in the miraculous, walking in the supernatural. Raise your hands to heaven. Lord, praise is compulsory. I will praise you at all time. In the name of Jesus, I will give you my best. And I know my best will be enough. I'm going to give you my best shot. Anytime there's an opportunity to lead or to sink, I'm going to give you my best. I'm not going to be a pretender in church. If I don't praise you, who else will praise you? If I don't worship you, who else will worship you? It is my season of praise. My season of thanksgiving. My season for the miraculous. My season of wonders. I'm not going to be a lukewarm person. God forbid. This is my time. I am reigning now and I must praise God. I don't care what other people feel, but this is my own time to praise God. This is my time to shine. This is my time to reign. This is my time to offer in quality praise. Whether people follow me or they don't follow me, I don't care. I am going to praise him. Quality praise will come from me. In the name of Jesus, I dedicate myself to your praise at all time and I will live in the miraculous in the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. In Jesus name we have prayed. You see when you come to church in any of this month any of the days of this uh, day of perfection and glory just get yourself loose. Don't wait for the miracle to happen before you dance like Odi. Dance like Odi before the miracle and see how the miracle will follow you. Don't wait. 
Don't let anybody console you or tell you to praise God. Get yourself loose. Begin to praise him. Like a mad person. And he will set him, himself loose to bless you from heaven. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I walk in the miraculous. I will live a life of praise. Live a life of thanksgiving. I'll praise you at all times. No matter what people say. No matter what people feel. No matter what I feel. I will praise you. Help me to praise you. Throughout this month. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and speak to him. And speak to him. And speak to him. And speak to him. And say, Lord, I'm here for a business. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody feels. But I will get myself loose. And I will praise him. I will not complain or murmur. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Please do something for me tonight. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, give me grace to obey simple instruction. I want to obey you. Go ahead and pray to him. You know, at times, they may not look as if they are wise instruction. But pray for grace. Lord, I receive grace to obey simple instruction. Even when I feel that you are not right, I receive grace to obey simple instruction. Lord, help me to obey simple instruction. When you speak to my heart, I receive grace to obey simple instruction. I will not walk against you, Lord. Lord, I receive grace to obey simple instruction. Lord, give me grace to obey simple instruction. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Your right hand to heaven. Father, let my hear hear. Word of miracles. Word that we do miracle in my life. In the name of Jesus, I want my ears to be open at all time. In the name of Jesus, don't let the enemy block my ear. I want to open my ear to you. Let my ear hear your word. Let my ear hear your word. Word of miracle. Word to perform signs and wonders. Let my ear hear it. When I'm sleeping, let me hear. When I'm in church, let me hear. When I'm traveling, let me hear. In the middle of dinner, let me hear a word behind me that will perform miracle for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, help me to hear your word that will perform miracles. Simple word that will lead to wonders. In the mighty name of Jesus, in this month of perfection, Lord, help me to hear word that will lead to my next level. Lord, help me to hear word that will lead to my breakthrough. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Please, your hands to heaven. Say, Father, baptize me with the fire of the Holy Ghost in another dimension. In the name of Jesus, I must not be cold. I must not be lukewarm. Baptize me with your fire from heaven. In the name Go ahead, go ahead. You can receive the fire of the Holy Ghost in a new dimension tonight. Baptize me with the fire of the Holy Ghost. I don't want to be caught for the devil. I don't want to be deformed by the enemy. Baptize me with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Yes. Baptize me with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire of the Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayed. 
One more prayer and we are going to take the Holy Communion. Put on Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. That is the life of the miraculous. You live as if the devil does not exist. That's what it means to live a life of the miraculous. Every day you are giving testimony. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. The righteousness of me sees the Lord. We are going to pray that prayer. Raise your hands to heaven. Say no weapon that is targeted against me shall prosper. I condemn every negative tongue against my life, against my progress, against my blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth and decree it. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that is marked against me shall be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, every negative tongue, every tongue of a witchcraft that is spoken against me, I condemn you in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Are you weak? Open your mouth. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. You know, I've obtained the physical manifestation of this word several times in my life. Because I believe no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Put on verse 15. Verse 15. As after four, verse 15. We read one more. We're going to pray and we take the communion. Now, now, now. We're going to take the communion. Okay. Indeed, this I surely assemble. Not because of me. Whosoever assemble against you shall fall for your sake. Somebody say, for my sake. Anything that is not for me, we fall for my sake. You are not saying it well. Are you afraid of them? In the mighty name of Jesus. Every negative forces against my head, against my life, against my blessing, against my prosperity, against my progress. They fall for my sake tonight. They fall for my sake this man. Every gang up against my head, every arrow of death, every arrow of the enemy against my life, they fall for my sake. Ay, 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 ay. You are not talking in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Verse 16. We are reading two more verses and we'll go. Verse 16. Look at what verse 16 says. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals and the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work, and I've created the spoiler to destroy. I've created them. So therefore, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. He said, there is nothing that anybody will use against you that I have not formed. And when they use that thing against you, it will not work. It will not work. Because the one that formed all things says, I'm the one that created all instruments for warfare. No arrow formed against you, this man shall prosper in Jesus' name. Number chapter 23, verse 23, and we're going to take the Holy Communion. With faith, we walk in the miraculous this month. We are walking in the miraculous. For there is no sorcery against Jacob. No witchcraft against Israel. No witch. Witches are not permitted to operate in your life. You are not to give a testimony of attack. Because they don't happen. 
Look at what he says. There is no sorcery against Jacob, nor any definition against Israel. If anybody curses you, it will turn to your blessing. If anybody curses you, don't give me story and say somebody says something. Whatever they said as against will be for your prosperity. He said, because the Lord your God loves you, he turned the word of Balaam that was against you to your blessing. If everybody say you are small, because of that, before the end of this month, God will promote you ten times. That's what happened. If anybody wants to ridicule you, God will glorify you. He will honor you this month in Jesus' name. It now must be said of Jacob and of Israel what God has done. This month you have story of what God has done. Come and see 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 what God has done for me. What and see God what God has done. That will be your story this month in Jesus' name. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I will testify about what you have done in my life this month. In that, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead and prophesy. Now, we are going to take the communion right now. I will say, come and see what God has done. Come and see what God has done. I must share testimony. That what guarantee that you are a believer. I must share testimony of the wonders of God. I must share testimony of the works of God. I must share testimony of miracles. I and the children that God has given unto me, we have all signs and wonders in Israel. I'm born to live in the miraculous. I will enjoy miracle all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. And so, Father, let miracle, signs, and wonders happen here in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Yeah.